Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply in this nationwide contest. That's ball to 200 200. is the double team Dario Melendez Bob Brainerd these two guys also feel a tingling in their shorts uh, but for a totally different reason two is always better than one the two of you are making me and every one of your friends sick call the show at 414-799-1973 this is the double team what the hell is wrong with you two hey full disclosure I got a, a tingling in my mouth which which <laughs> Which is not what ideal were you doing for this radio. weekend? I'll explain. Get your mind out of the gutter, guys. Bob Brainerd, Dario Melendez, Arvin Sarian, welcome to the double team on this Monday. So I lined it all up. I, I lost a cap from my tooth last Friday. Popped off, no pain. It just, you know, bloop, no, no big deal. Call schedule. Yeah, come on back in on Monday. You know, first thing, 10 a.m., perfect. Cemented on, good to go, radio, rock and roll, right? And the nerve is, uh, uh, I got to dig around there. You need Novocaine. Great. Uh-oh. I got three shots of Novocaine on one side of my mouth. Uh-oh. So if if I slur normally, that's just my Oshkosh education. But today. I'm an could, old man. I'm confused. You're under arrest. You can blame it. On my dentist, who do, who does an awesome job, but I I was I I was thinking ten minutes cement in and out right right giddy up right and so now I get I got I I can't eat I, when I do eat later I, it has to be on one side of my mouth anyway I digress but just wanted to pull the curtain back here in case in case it gets ugly and if it gets real ugly if I'm at, at the water fountain here at the iHeart Studios. Just rinsing repeatedly, then you guys got to take it home, okay? I almost didn't make it today. The walking. That's wounded. right. That's right. Yeah. This this show was almost <laughs> you, not meant you to be. You popped the cap in your tooth. Yeah, I popped my tire driving here. Yeah. You guys were you guys are both tenuous. I mean, it's oh. like a producer's dream. Hey, both hey, the hey, hosts have had hey, big and problems. He, here's the thing: my my brother-in-law is a massive gearhead. That's where I'm staying. And I I walk out this morning and I saw that the tire was low. Now if and he probably has an air pump or an air compressor somewhere in that garage because, as I said, he's a massive gearhead. He loves this stuff. If I only knew what that damn air compressor looked like, because I can't do anything with a car, man. I don't know anything. They could just make stuff up. and you. I say, mean, yeah, it's sure. like I, right. I was looking through, and I don't want to touch anything that he has because it's immaculate in there. Everything's where it is. But So I tried driving uh, to the nearest gas station because it's a little low. And because every gas station is closed or something, or every uh, service center that I was going to has been shut down, the tire ends up popping. And then they're like, it's going to take four hours to fix. Four the, hours? They give the they, high they, estimate. I, I got there at 9.15, 
I'm like, look, we, I got I got two hours. I mean, can we get this done in two hours? No, no, it's going to take four or five hours. Four hours? Five what? hours for a tire. I'm like, you know, whoa, 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 whoa. What's why? going on here? A lot of surgeries I, last, I think, last time. I think they're playing them here. Right? But, but you know what it them. is? They're going to give you the worst case scenario yeah. to make it look like they were speed demons. Under promise, over deliver. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it only took about an hour and a half. I got here. Bob, yeah. 200 bucks out the, out the pocket. But, but before you speak, Armin, that's for tenuous. Oh, tenuous, big oh, violation. You got to do it when he does it. Yeah. I know. No, but I couldn't said, find the bell. I was reaching for the bell. Bob's and, only and, on one side working today. Leave yeah, him alone. and you were doing that. You were you were trying to use a lot of Marquette words this morning. I wasn't trying to. I just used those words, part of my normal vernacular. And uh, Armin oh, word. Wow, whatever. This, this okay. Is, this is easy now. Anyway, I'm, I wasn't like going on my way to do it. It's just what I do. <laughs> text, I get, text I get from Dario this morning. Hey, man, FYI, my tires popped. I'll be there in time, but I'll be coming in hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that. Because I didn't know if I was going to make it, man. Yeah. I was looking at Uber. I was looking at the traffic pattern. So, of course, I get here, and uh, I see Bob first. And Bob's like, I got one half working. I'm like, you all right, man? He's like, yeah, I went to the dentist. I'm like, okay. And then I see Dario. I'm like, I wonder if Dario's here yet. But I expected you to be later. Yeah. But then, I, sure enough, I go over to the kitchen, and there you are buying six beef sticks at once. Yeah. So, all, all was well. I went with the frozen hamburger so and took the well. buns off. Really, it's, uh, it's, it's, you know, just as normal. Well, right? it, yeah, it was almost not meant to be. And I didn't text you. I didn't give you the heads up. I mean, Dario had reason to give you heads up because he's like, man, this is, this might keep me. Might physically not be right. here. Right. Right. So, I mean, so that was legit. I never even thought of texting you because the appointment was for 10. It's in Brookfield, right? I mean, straight shot over. Again, I'm in, I'm out, no problem. Cement, super glue, whatever you want to do. Whatever you got to do. If you want to staple gun my cheek to the crown to get it back and, and functioning, I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm good with that. But, no, there had to be some cleaning out and, and the nerves just in case. And uh, So, I, yeah, I'm, I'm halfway there. Anyway. Did, did you go to Hygienian Dental? I did not. I didn't know. Uh, I just want to go there to play video games. Hey, yeah. don't, don't say I didn't uh, tell you to go to Hygienia and Dental. But yeah, yeah, I was going to say, you can you could go play video <laughs> Armin, games and watch can you something. Read, can you read one of your promos for Hygienia and Dental? I don't have it with me anymore. <laughs> going to Hygienia and Dental, that's where I go, people. And I have movie voice right now because I don't want to use big words. I did not read it in movie voice. But oh, you, you all, definitely ooh, did. You ooh, definitely went well, movie you, voice. You wanted me to do it in movie Hashtag voice. Hashtag movie voice ooh, Armin. Oh, yeah. There's a little there's a little shifting gears whenever you read that promo. Do you guys have mouth decay? <laughs> do you have extra bucks in your flex account Be- because well, go to hygienian delta and play some video games because end of the year no problem insurance they accept all yeah i mean right that's true i you was shifted kinda, gears it was bad yeah it wasn't well, good armin it wasn't good. i got some points I, I just you. i just feel bad for the i don't want to let the client i don't want to let chuck down no, i mean it's Chuck. memorable oh, okay like we're it talking is. about it right now aren't that's we true, good point yeah. it's, not, it's not your like it's not a reflection on his practice that you reflect, can't read. It's a reflection on my reading skills. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what we're mocking. See, either I use too big of words or I don't read it right. See, you can't win with these guys. Can't win. Can't right. win. Uh, <laughs> Never mind. The, <laughs> listener, the listeners, though, they can win. We're glad that you're dialed into the double team, be it on the FM dial in the Milwaukee area or the AM dial in the Madison area or on the iHeart app, which means that you're taking it with you wherever you may go. The theme today is, well, a lot of you folks, you how, how could you miss it? The Bradley Center went boom, okay? Sunday morning, 9 a.m., they imploded it. The roof came crashing in on purpose, mind you. So uh, even though it, it, we're well into the Bradley Center not being used anymore, that was kind of like the signature 
it's over. The finality yeah, of it. Yeah, right? that, that was kind of like, I mean, you know, you're still going to see some of the structure there, but ain't going to be no events happening in the Bradley Center once the roof caves in. So it kind of stirs the memories. It kind of brings you back. So we want to hear your memories of the Bradley Center, good and bad. And the phone number is the best way to do it, 414-799-1973. You can call or text with that. You can also tweet us at Dario Melendez, at Bob Brainerd, at the game MKE, at Armin Sarian. Hey, t- take your pick. But share with us. Uh, with us see, there, there was a right there. It's all right. Yeah. Man. Bob's, Bob's working on one side of the mouth today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thunder I, I, just walked in. Thunder, that you look disgusting today. Don't acknowledge it. Happy birthday, you look, yeah, right. Mrs. Dario. <laughs> Happy birthday, yeah, it's Jen's birthday, Mrs. Dario. And, and of course, and of course, Thunder puts on the comment I have on Facebook. I heart you, Schmoopy. No, no I heart you, Schmoopy. No, you're Schmoopy. Yeah. You still look schmoopy. gross in that jersey. I was wrong. Disclosure: <laughs> Mitch's Thunder's wearing a Tom Brady Patriots jersey. The Schmoopy thing. When you listen to our our open for the double team, when the guy says the two of you are making me sick, that's Costanza. From that's Shmoopy. from the Schmoopy yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah. So, so how, what how you're saying that? is Thunder's a poser. It all comes full circle. Big poser over there. So so Bradley Center memories, and and we'll things. share ours, and but we want to you to share and, and be a part of this as well during this double team, uh, the the Monday edition. And uh, along those lines, we've got a couple people who will also share their memories of the BC as well. And obviously, because you know Aaron Sims spent a lot of time at the BC, he's yeah. going to be joining us at twelve thirty from that country to our north, the Moose, the Moose, Manitoba, Manitoba. Moose, in yeah, Winnipeg. Yeah, you know, he's in Winnipeg. Yeah. He's in Winnipeg, which is one of my one of my more you know one of my favorite provinces in uh, in Canada. Anyways, Armin. Big fan of uh, one fifteen. We have Andrew Wagner. Yeah. Uh, who does Andrew write for now? Because you know, you know, every time you I don't want because he you know no. he's all over the place. Yeah. Like because he's so in demand and I mean this isn't meant to be fun. Like he's just a really good writer. So a lot of places want to hire him. So I'm no I'm glad you said that because so I'm texting back and forth with Andrew to set it up because because I call Andrew kind of like uh, the Bradley Center historian uh, because he lives downtown. Yeah. And, and and he he's been around, you know, he's a guy who saw the Bradley Center go up, he saw it go down, obviously. And and he had a lot of interesting takes, you know, by Andrew Wagner on Twitter about kind of the history of the Bradley Center. And that's what we're gonna talk about with him. So I say, okay, dude, um, what should I call you? You know, what should we title you? And and we do this with all our guests, mm-hmm. right? It's like, you know, you went I'm gonna give you all the the props, right? His first response was no clue. Um, and, and then I said, you know, ha, no. Uh, th- then his, his second response was, I'm the print version of you. I w- <laughs> That's actually accurate. That's I work, it's I, not wrong. I work everywhere. <laughs> That's but so true. I work everywhere, but but yet nowhere. So, but but it is true. Yeah, he does a lot of things and does them well. So he's the print version of Bob Brainerd. So coming at 115, we talked to Andrew Wagner, yeah. the print version of Bob Brainerd, <laughs> who has worked at every TV station in the state of Wisconsin. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what's funny is uh, the, I'm watching the uh, the Snoop Dogg when he was doing the play-by-play of the hockey game. I don't know if you guys saw it on yeah. the internet. So I saw they call the him Worldwide Entertainer. Just Worldwide Entertainer See? Snoop Dogg. So maybe he's worldwide entertainer. See, you ask Snoop, and it's like, what do you, what what should we say? You know, artist, musician? No, say worldwide. You know, that's there what he's go. going with. So so dial back, guys. Uh, last events at the Bradley Center that you were was was it the Bucks Celtics? Were you was was that your last Bucks game? Mm. Those are the last Bucks games. No, because I didn't cover any of this last playoff run with the Bucks. I was base, on the Brewers. You're on the Brewers. 
So the last Buck last season Bucks I was around for or, was or when last... Monte Ellis just got traded to Milwaukee for Andrew Bogut. But last Bogut. Bucks game in the Bradley Center. So when would that be? I mean, that would have been my last time, like 2012. Were you, well, I, I was, I, were you in the building last year? No, because I was on the road the entire time with the Brewers. The whole season? I was yeah. there for all oh, the games. Right. I only okay. came to the very end. So I got the job, okay. uh, what, last February? So I hopped right on the Brewers beat, and Kashan did all of the that's right all of the uh, Bucks stuff for Fox Sports. So you Wisconsin. go back so 2012, 2012 Bucks game that that was like my last Bucks experience. Okay, uh, um, I was in house for all those games, all the playoff games last year. The Celtics, and so Game okay. Six would have been my last one. Yeah. Yep. Same with series. me. So so that was the last one in there. So last Marquette game. Last Marquette game would have oh, been last the, the Marquette guy. The last um, the Creighton game. Last year, so that was the finale. It was yeah. Senior day, Marquette won Senior day against Creighton. Okay, and I remember Rousey had a big performance. They didn't make the tournament, but they made the NIT. Uh, that was the last game there. Any concerts, guys, in the Bradley Center? When was the last concert you attended there? I didn't get to any concerts. I see, I'm not a big music person. Like Jen's turned me into one. So Pfizer right. Form has had so many great guys come through and bands come through and women come through. Yeah. So I've been to a ton already at Pfizer, but. And maybe that's the issue. Like the Bradley Center was dated, so people didn't want to come. No, I think people went to concerts. Yeah, Man, but I'm not. No, a... no, no. Like big names. Like when was well, last? Was Justin Timberlake Gar- at, at Gar- Bradley Center? It, it wasn't Garth Brooks there? Garth Brooks was there. There was a metal. There was big guy. I mean, yeah. like as big as what Pfizer was having. Yeah, maybe like in not this one run. Maybe not like right at the end there, but they definitely came. I think they're com- they're coming to Pfizer. I mean, they kind of stacked them all up because once they knew Pfizer was going to open, they said, "Okay, let's just book and book and book," well, he- and then. The other thing is, you know, you remember them, I think, more through the years if you're a music guy. Like you said, like, you know, for instance, uh, Drew and KB in the morning, they're yeah. music guys. They remember all the concerts. I, I'm not as much like you, Dario, so yeah. I remember all the concerts. I did go to see Matchbox 20 with, with Lance Morissette there once. Okay. That was a great, great concert. But, but not your last one. Do you remember your last one? That might have been it. That might have been it, actually. Yeah, I didn't go to the that BC except for Marquette games and Bucks games, my first go around at WISN. Okay. My, I mean, the, the the one thing that always stands out to me, I think it was Valentine's Day, 2012, and uh, we'll get we we gotta we gotta wrap it up. Armin's giving me the wrap up, so we'll get to this. No, That's go a ahead. tease. It's, it's no, a... no, you wrap me up. I gotta tell a story, so I'll, right, I'll tell it, it next time. Tease it ahead, then. No, I don't want to tease it now. All right, big story coming big back. Big story. Oh, yeah. Big Bradley yeah. Center memory don't, coming up. Don't change that. Yeah, and if you do have big stories and big memories of the BC, which went boom over the weekend. 414-799-1973. Share with your voice or with your text or go on Twitter and tell us your story. My my last concert, heck, I mean, I don't go to that many, but the last one, Tears for Fears. Oh, sure. At the Bradley Center. Old guy music. Yeah. But, my, um, my wife just reminded me, we, we went last year to a game because we were in town, so we went and took okay. in a game. So I forget what game it was, but they lost. Yeah, so it wasn't memorable. It wasn't memorable. No, no. Looking ahead. Looking back. Looking ahead. That's what we're doing today on this BC Monday. The double team just getting underway. Slowing it down on the dance floor now with, with DJ Armin. Okay, there's a reason I played this. Oh, yeah, you better have a reason. That's true. This this is, when I was a DJ back in the day, this is the kind of stuff that we would do when you turn the lights down and you wanted to grab a honey. You know what this is? Def Leppard. Def Leppard. Love yeah. Bites. Love Bites. You get it? Love Bites. Oh, my gosh. 
Long way to get there, my friend. You know the wah, dentist. Wah, wah. I'm, just, I'm just back here. I'm just back here trying to be creative. You know. <laughs> oh, sorry. I can't. I can't make fun of you because your girlfriend's already texting. Just, just, just don't even. Worry Bob, about you hear it. this? Armin's girlfriend already texted him, saying, "Tell Dario to stop making fun of you. Oh, your reads for a hygienian dental are great." Oh, she's sticking up for you now. Fight your battles for you, Armin. Hey. Sticking up for you. That's sweet. Ride or die. It's more can, more than I can say for you, Dario. <laughs> This is apparent, no. apparently the uh, the double team, um, FM dial in Milwaukee, AM dial in Madison, iHeart radio app, wherever you may be, Bob Dario and Armin with you. We are sharing, we are swapping Bradley Center's stories after they blew up the roof, blowed it up real good, the Bradley Center roof on Sunday morning at 9 a.m. Plenty of documentation, too. Plenty of angles of the video. And... Um, one of my memories, guys, is as, as I, I just take a peek here, Marquette is now 15th in the, A's, mm-hmm. the AP poll. Yeah, the new uh, rankings just came out. Highest it, highest ranking under uh, Steve Wojo. Right. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. So, they, so. they haven't had anything else. I don't they, know if they've been ranked besides this time under, yeah. under Wojo. So, you, and did, I don't know if Wisconsin dropped out. I didn't see if they're still in the uh, rankings. I did not check, but we will we'll check, check an update you for you. You should ask Heller. Well. I heard Heller uh, isn't too big of a fan of Wisconsin. He would know. Is that a joke? Yes, oh, very much so. I was going to say, I did not hear that. He's, got, in- he's got four hours to tell us where they're right. My indications were otherwise. From, from two to six. Exactly, no. But one, one, of the, uh, one of the memories that I had, guys, was um, Marquette was playing. This was during the Buzz Williams era. This was the bat game. Oh, yes, I was there. Were, you at, the, were you at the bat game? Yeah, were you was, in the stands? It was really weird because you didn't really know what was going on at first, but you saw a bunch of guys in the court jumping around. And you saw Ed Cooley, who was the coach for Providence, right. kind of dodging and dipping and diving. And then um, then people realized there was a, something flying around. You just thought it was a bird. And then... Do you know this, Dario? Do you know yeah, the, I was there. The, the bat game? Were you there, oh, too? You, you yeah, were, well, I was in studio at ISN. Got, I had right. to do the, the newcast that but day. But you, you remember... Uh-huh. <laughs> everybody yeah. going crazy. So I was public address that day. I was okay. filling in for the Marquette public address, the normal guy. The I didn't realize guy, that, Mike Jakubowski. Yeah. yeah, so Mike was on vacation or had another gig or something, so so I subbed in. I'm pinch hitting that day, and it turns into, I mean, yeah. all, all the news crews, they sent people mm-hmm. down trying to get the bat out. Uh, there was no protocol uh, from where I was, you know, seated, seating court, seated courts, Novocaine, where I was stationed courtside, okay? No protocol for you know what do you do when there's a bat. So I'm looking around like wh- what do you say? Do I say anything? What what do, what do you do? So the players are all waving the towels. Remember that players are waving the towels, yep. and and then at one point somebody from Marquette, their the administration said to me, "Okay, tell everybody to, to try to be quiet. <laughs> be quiet for the bat." What, it would calm down. Right? It's going to calm the bat down. That, 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 so that, who that, came up with that theory? Someone who uh, a zoologist. Did they, yeah, I guarantee yeah. you he wasn't a zoologist. I, yeah, and then the then the I remember the second thing they did was, and somebody must have been googling or try or getting some advice. Wikipedia maybe. Yeah, because they said we're going to dim the lights. Dim the lights. So that was right. the next announcement I made. The next annou- annou- announcement was, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to dim the lights, and hopefully that will calm the bat down and they'll be able to, get, I, I to remember, catch it. And then so, after that, we're going to put the bat signal up and right. get Robin out here. But and, then, they, then they tried playing <laughs> yeah. some real hardcore ACDC or something. Yeah, they, right? I mean, they they, tr- they tried that. They tried like really loud music so it would scare it to the, the rafters yeah. and then it'd go away so it wasn't swooping on the court. Um, I remember uh, Todd Scheel, he's he's the guy who provi- provides music in motion. 
you know, for for the Bucks events mm-hmm. and and for Marquette. And so, t- like Todd was there, and I remember he he played the, the yeah. theme from Batman. I mean, every anything he could think of. Yep. But yeah, the, people were trying everything to try to get the bat. And I, I forget. I think eventually they just shoot it out. I, I think it went out the tunnel. It, Do you remember? You know, what happened was, if I remember correctly, eventually it like. It, it just it kind of flew up and retreated to the upper rafters. Was that they could, it? They could play on. Yeah. Because the thing was probably spooked, and the next day they actually had some professionals come in and and they captured the bat and let it free. And and I, the the people that were most scared were these college basketball players. They they were the most terrified. Which is hilarious because like you remember the Manu Ginobili bat thing where he just catches that in right. the air. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. In, yeah. yeah. In midair. Like, remember? Uh, yeah. Bat. Yeah. Bat. <laughs> No big no deal. No big deal. But those college basketball players, Marquette and Providence, terrified. They're ducking. I, I think that's a tall guy syndrome where you think, like, I'm the tallest guy in the building, so the bat's going to come, gonna after come me. at me. Yeah, because so, because they wanted no part of the bat. Uh, Devontae Gardner was the bravest one that day. I remember that. See, I was going to say scared. Chris Otule. I thought I remember well, being was, Otule, but yeah. I think you're right. I think it was Gardner. Those two guys. And they're so they're two of the yeah. tallest guys. Yeah. And they were the ones that had the towels out. Buzz is looking around. The, the refs are talking to Buzz, and and Buzz didn't have an answer. Buzz didn't know what to tell the Marquette administrators to do. Well, and you know how Buzz was in, in his he was that neurotic coach mind. He yeah. was his number one concern was this is going to dry our sweat because Marquette was up. It was like the first half or second half. Yeah, Marquette was up eight to twelve points, and he was so worried they was going they were going to lose their momentum. And he goes, "Look, guys, this is a bad thing. It's funny, but we got to win this game." Like I remember him talking about that in the post game and stuff. <laughs> My biggest buzz memory is him when they were trying to play the Carrier Classic, getting on the court and like trying to wipe everything wipe it down. down. Yeah, like that's right. gonna buzz, work. Man, Buzz was nuts. He yeah. was. He was fun. He, he was, was so yeah. fun. Great coach, but he, he was, was nuts. a good coach. It, it was very unique guy. It wasn't like money. That was many a good like Marquette buzz. team too. That Absolutely. Was, that was oh, yeah. Butler, DJO, Crowder, yeah, Otule, Gardner, Dwight Bikes, Dwight Bikes. Mayo. Yeah, yeah. That was a fun team. Very but, good team. Vander Blue. You guys Vander Blue. Uh, Vander Blue was after that, wasn't he? No, he coached uh, Buzz. Coached Vanderblue. No, but like through. that bat game, I thought uh, Vanderblue came the next game. Next yeah. year, I don't think so. Vander's last year was thirteen. When, when was the bat? Two thousand eleven. Think so. I've so got, I've got pictures. There. I've got pictures on Facebook. Uh, it doesn't matter about this. But with lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. But to your guy's point, yeah, everybody else is playing along they're having fun, or they're terrorized, or they're pretending that they're terrorized. And here's Buzz. He's got the clipboard, and he's not even watching the bat. All he's concerned about is, are we going to lose the lead? Is this bat going to cause us a Big East game? Tunnel focus. He was focused he was, completely on the game. Yeah, He was. So so beyond that, so that's one of my favorite BC memories. 
and, and we've thrown up Bucks games, Marquette games, but yeah, concerts. Uh, they've they've trucked in dirt. That where, where I mean, you've had you know automobiles and you you know the the monster trucks. Monster so gym, sure. so yeah. So share any of your stories of the BC, not just basketball games. And you can either text or call four one four seven nine nine one ninety seven three. Allen texting in Guns and Roses. The last two concerts I saw at the Bradley Center. Guns N' Roses, and Garth Brooks. That was pretty cool. Okay. And before I was so rudely interrupted before our last break by Armin, uh, I think my fondest... You played me off like the Golden Globes, bro. It was just an indicator. You played me off like the Golden Globes. It's all good, man. Armin's got a clock. He's got to adhere to the clock. The the iHeart clock, right? So Dan, Dan Needles, my former sports director, who's obviously on the crossover, uh, he doesn't like taping the games from the TV broadcast, so the Bradley Center would always... uh, of course, Air, of course he yeah, doesn't. Because he doesn't like the graphics or something. <laughs> of He's so he anal about that. Yeah. And yet <laughs> so and yet weird. the screen is gunked yeah. with graphics. There's a sports ticker <laughs> exactly. and everything else going. <laughs> Blizzard warning. You know, but but oh my gosh, just don't all right. So he rolls all right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Oh yeah. So he used That's to roll. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. So he rolls on the Bradley Center feed, so he gets clean highlights and the montage highlights. <laughs> right, I got you. Uh, <laughs> anal. So yeah. Anal. So it must have been it must have been Valentine's Day two thousand twelve. Because Jen and I met 2011, so we're at the Bucks game, and he's obviously rolling on the Bradley Center feet, and they mm-hmm. do the kiss cam, and uh, <laughs> they and, and the Bucks got us the tickets, so they knew where we were sitting, and they put Jen and I on the kiss cam. I'm like, oh, I don't know what to do, but it is what it is. And Jen's working at Fox Six, I'm at Channel 12, so I lean in to kiss Jen for the kiss cam, and she totally turns her head away oh, from yeah. me. That's awesome. Like totally yeah. turns her head away from me, ducks out of the frame, like has wants nothing to do with this. And I'm like, oh man, I look like an a hole. I hate you, Armin. I look like an a hole. You're playing me off again. Well, Aaron's coming on next. But the worst part about it is, I think Steph's doing the show that night, or maybe it was Dan. They run that over and over and over again on Channel 12. Knew it. Dario Melendez at Bucks game with Smoochie Smoochie getting denied. They're all over that. That is my biggest Bucks uh, Bradley Center memory. That's a good one. Wrong. That's a yeah. You were. That's a unique one. That's pretty awesome, man. But well, it's so Jen too. Like it is. I could it's if, so if, gen. if you would have stopped your story, I could have predicted yeah, that. Because Here's again, the she's outcome. very image conscious and like she doesn't want to be seen kissing somebody. Some on, slub on, like you. Yeah. Right? Exactly. With Jabroni. Slub, with the with the competition. She has to worry about her image and you bring it down, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong, bro. You're not wrong. <laughs> Bradley Center Memories. There is another one. We can add that to the list. Share yours with us. Text or call. When we come back in the double team, we're going across the border. North of the border. Up there in Canada because the Admirals are on the road. So Aaron Sims is with them. He's got plenty to share about his time in the BC. He's next on the double team. Welcome back to the Double Team, FM, AM, app, wherever you may be listening. Thank you and welcome the Monday edition. Bob Dario and Armin with you. We're sharing and swapping BC memories. BC as in the former home of the Bucks and the Marquette Golden Eagles, the Bradley Center. I thought we were talking about British Columbia. Yeah, it could be. Well, we are going up north here to talk to Aaron. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, why I tried to find a uh, Canadian artist for this bump. And I gave you the perfect one, and oh. you go with the bare naked ladies? Dario wanted. <laughs> Dario wanted. Uh. You're not even at the good part yet. I told you to cue up the good part. Well, I don't know. This is. 
the hook, isn't it? If you can no, have Rose. This isn't the hook. Rose! Leave Do you the, guys see the uh, the videos? They put this part. to every video, like that, yeah, uh, that, yeah. like the Selena Cody Parking dink. That's a thing awesome. now, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. The best one ever. Uh, what the best ones for me ever were Mason Crosby hitting the field goal against the Cowboys in yeah. the playoffs, and of course when the Brewers won the division against the Cubs. So that's the part I wanted you to cue it up to. Well, guess what? I didn't expect uh, you, Dario, to want Celine Dion as a bump. I didn't know. Maybe you light the candles. You asked you, you Canadian. You, you asked you, Canadian. This is what you listen to every night. It I don't is. Know. All right. Th- this this phone call is expensive because we are going to Canada because. It is Monday, which means it's Ask Aaron Anything, AAA. Aaron Sims, the voice of the Milwaukee Admirals, and you can hear their games on our Milwaukee station, AM 920, which is where we'll be pumping out this evening from Manitoba in Canada. It's Aaron Sims. Hey, how's it going, eh? I tell you what, I have done the three most Canadian things since we got to Winnipeg. First, I went to a hockey rink. Second, I went to Tim Hortons. And the third thing I did was I apologized profusely for something that I need <laughs> not, not apologize for. Add, po- <laughs> add poutine add in poutine, and you got right. the trifecta. Yeah. The quad, quadruple. I, you know what? The, the place we stay, that's, uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I got a little problem with the, with the poutine. I, I, I like it too well. <laughs> don't yeah, don't I, we all I, like too much poutine? Yeah. I need to, uh, yeah. I Aaron. Need to, Aaron's a poutine critic. I, I've never been at Tim Hortons. I want to go though. You know what's funny is we. This is the old, this is the first trip we've taken to Canada this year, and it's the only Canadian city that we visit with the hockey team, which is which is kind of weird. But um, all the Canadian boys, they said the first thing that they did was they went to Tim Hortons, and and you saw it at the airport. We land and there's two Tim Hortons in the airport, and the, the, you know, the airport is is tiny. It's like six gates or something like that. So there's. There's two Tim Hortons, and they get the coffee, and they get a donut, and they're good to go. They're ready for the rest of this trip. Is that the specialty at Tim Hortons, just coffee and a donut? The coffee is, yeah, it's much like Dunkin' in the States. It's uh, Everybody talks about the coffee, or that's what they push really hard. And, and the donut, I mean, there's some sandwiches and stuff. But, yeah, everybody's everybody's up for a, a maple a maple dip and a, and, a, and a cup of coffee. Ooh, a maple dip. Maple dip. dip. Uh, well, maple, Aaron. Yeah, yeah, you're in Canada, eh? so it's, it's maple, <laughs> and yeah, that's how it's going to be. True. Yeah, you're in Canada. Learn the metric system in French. That's uh, right. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny because I was talking to somebody, and they said, "How, how, uh, what's the temperature like in Milwaukee?" And I said, "That's ah, you know, it's been the mid 20s," and they're like, "Holy smokes, that's hot!" And I'm like, "No, no, 20 yeah, Fahrenheit. Yeah, exactly. 20 Fahrenheit. Yeah, they got to make sure about that." Uh, talk with Aaron Sims. Obviously, Aaron, a majority of your Admiral's career has been spent at the Bradley Center. Uh, calling hockey games there. Yesterday, I know on Fox Sports Wisconsin during Bucks pre- and post-game live, we ran the implosion of the roof a ton. Spectacular video, but when you saw it and when you reflect on your time at the BC, what was yesterday like for you? Did it bring back memories? No, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you think about it a lot. I mean, even walking by the place, you think about it a lot. There are so many uh, pictures in the Admiral's office uh, up on the wall from great moments that took place at the Bradley Center over the years. Uh, I always look back to one, uh, like back in 2010, the Admirals were playing in front of about 16,000 people. The Dropkick Murphys were going to play after the game, uh, and it was a 7-6 overtime win for the Admirals. Robert Dietrich scored the winner, and uh, it was about a year later that Robert died with uh, a bunch of member, a bunch of all of his teammates in uh, that horrible play in Russia. 
So uh, it's uh, it's certainly they, that one is is right at the top of my list. But yeah, there were so many. I mean, you know, and a lot of personal ones too, like walking through the locker room and you hear Claude Noel with his brogue uh, singing a Keith Urban song. You know, you got Claude Noel, very very French accent, singing "Take Your Records, Take Your Freedom." Uh, those the, 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 one of those things. Those were great. Aaron, um, when when it was built, the Bradley Center, Jane and Lloyd Pettit. Of course, you know the hockey background and and that right. building. You know, a lot of folks that 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 are younger don't realize that it was hockey first, and that helped keep the Bucks there. And obviously, the Bucks were a tenant there, but that was a terrific hockey building to watch, to broadcast from, to play in, wasn't it? Yeah, it really was. Um, it, it was it was perfect for hockey. Uh, you know, you didn't have the suites that you do now, and you didn't have all the high roller areas. But yeah, it was it was the, the thought was to one day bring a National Hockey League team in, and um, when the owners jumped uh, jacked up the fee, then that kind of killed the whole all, all of the momentum that the, the Admirals had, and, and the Pettits had wanted. But um, you know, yeah, it was it was a fantastic. I mean, you think about the the Badger Hockey Showdown and all of these things that that went on there, and the national championships and, and the Badger winning their last one in 2006 in that building. Uh, it, it's a special place for, for a lot of hockey fans across the state. Um, you know, it had its shortcomings, and, and they were exposed as the building got older, and you saw other buildings around the area and around the, the country, but uh, it, it, you know, you can't take the memories away from them. It was, it was great. Aaron, what would you like to see go up where the Bradley Center was, I guess? I mean, obviously the implosion just started yesterday or just happened yesterday so we still have some time before it's totally leveled but what would you like to see put in its place well i I don't know what the bucks have planned there i would like to see some sort of uh demarcation that it that it was there that it was the home of whatever you know you go to the mall of america and you can uh see where home plate was at at the old met um you know there's a Right on the corner across the street outside Panther Arena, there's a sign that the typewriter was patented in that spot. The American League was founded over on the other side of the Journal Building. Um, so, yeah, all of these things, it, there should be something there. I don't know if we need a statue of Lloyd and Jane or whatever, but I think I think the community, I'd like to think that the, the memories have been refreshed a little bit uh, in, the, in the recent past that, uh, that this was a gift. This- Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This wasn't a billionaire coming in and, and holding the city hostage for half the cost of a building. These were people who gave this uh, gave this community uh, a wonderful place to play, and it kept the NBA alive, and it uh, it kept a lot of events coming through Milwaukee, keeping it a major league city. He's Aaron Sims. It's Ask Aaron Anything on this Monday on the double team. When players came to the Admirals, Aaron, because some of the stops in, in your league, it's small pickings. <laughs> it's, I mean, the arenas are not great. It's a small city. But when players came here, it's like Milwaukee, as you mentioned, they came close to almost having an NHL team all by themselves. So when players got to play here and they're in the quote-unquote minor leagues, they had to pretty think this was a pretty good deal, wasn't it? 
back, you know, 20, 25 years ago, uh, in the old IHL, you're talking, you know, Flint and and cities like that, that I, Kalamazoo, I mean, that, you know, I don't want to degrade them, but, you know, you're, you're going to a city that has major league sports and you're going into, at the time, a pretty new building and you're going into a place that uh, had a deal where, where you were flying uh, pretty much everywhere. And, and it, was, it was a good spot to go to. And then you go into a big-time locker room and a big-time building and you play in front of nine, ten thousand 10,000 people a night. Uh, yeah, it was, it was certainly a draw. It, it, not unlike, um, you know, you're recruiting free agents in, in the IHL or the AHL. Uh, it's not unlike recruiting college players. Or, or whoever, free agents in other sports. It, it really became a destination. Aaron, I kind of have two questions on this one because you're mentioning, I mean, kind of pro hockey in Milwaukee. I've always been curious if Milwaukee could sustain an NHL franchise. So one, I want to know what your thoughts are on that. Like, could Milwaukee be an actual NHL hockey town? And are they even allowed to? I, I know the Blackhawks are down the road and the Wild have like the western part of the state. So I, I don't know if you can shed some light on that. Uh, yeah, and that's that's a great question, and, and a lot of people think, as a matter of fact, some players on our team were talking about this, uh, a lot of people thought that the Blackhawks put the kibosh on the whole thing, and that's why the Admirals didn't come in. Um, to hear Phil Whitliff, who is Mr. Admiral, tell the story, it never got to the point of asking the Blackhawks about it back 25, 30 years ago uh, when they thought it was going to happen. So um, I'm sure if Milwaukee were to come in, if, if somehow, some way, this uh, that community was able to, to pay the upfront fee and, and guarantee so many season tickets, I'm sure a deal could be worked out no problem with Minnesota and, and Chicago. I don't know what a fee would be or what would happen, but uh, it's a city that's close. The travel would be easy for both of those teams, so I would think that it would not be a big deal whatsoever if Milwaukee could prove to be a viable market. That being said, uh, I'm not sure if it is. And maybe the time has passed for that. Um, you know, there's a lot of people wondering. We, we, it's, it's often talked about, could it happen? Could it could you have uh, an NBA team, which is extremely successful right now, and an NHL team, which, you know, Vegas proved last year that an expansion team can make it pretty far, but that's certainly the exception to the rule. Um, could you handle two years of people being uh, to the game, coming to the game with a curiosity, and then if the team doesn't win in its third year, nobody shows up? Um, I don't know. I don't know if, it, if the market could bear that. Um, I'd, I'd love to think so, and I know there are individuals that are listening to this right now who are saying absolutely it could, but I think the vast majority of people probably not. If it were to happen again, uh, or if the chance were to come, across, come around again, it would have to be a few years down the road. Aaron, uh, pull the curtain back a little bit. Are there anything like up in your broadcast perch or any behind the scenes of the Bradley Center that were just kind of like a running joke during your stint there? Oh, boy, oh, boy. Um, I can't really think of anything like that. Uh, you know, we did the one night where we had um, – Mike Wojciechowski got a uh, got a prostate exam uh, up in the uh, booth <laughs> during uh, during the game to, try to, to to explain to show to people that uh, it's not that hard to do and it doesn't take much time and you stubborn men need to get out there and do this because it's going to last all of three seconds. So whoa, 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 Aaron. He was on the camera. He was on the camera uh, in the in the in the booth, and he says, "I'd like to show all of you people that it doesn't take much time to do this." <laughs> timeout. Timeout. Time out. One shot and, uh, the, the best part was the doctor who performed it had the foam finger on. The big no big way. Yes. Aaron, how did you not lead with this? this, this finger is, up this the is, butt this, this is fondest memory. Was, 
four years ago. It was during Men's Health Month, November, and and uh, he was actually FS1 had just started, and uh, Wojo was actually its person of the night. Like it's in its infancy, Wojo was the person of the night because he got his he got his uh, prostate exam uh, in front of seven thousand people at the Bradley Center that evening. Yeah, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll tell you I'm, what. I'm speechless. So I love the admirals because anything goes with yeah, you guys. You and Greenberg and Van Wagner and Wojo, y- the wheels are always turning, aren't they? <laughs> they yeah, they are. They've. Uh, it's a pretty good place to be. It's You know what? There is a freedom. Everybody says, I bet you wish you were in the NHL, and, and absolutely we, we do, but there's a freedom of being a minor league team and having uh, the abilities, uh, the big market amenities, and, and trying to pull things off that um, you know the, the rest of the market is not allowed to do because of, of their league or, or whatever their standards may be. Uh, we get to do a lot of things. We get to try a lot of things, and uh, some of it sticks, some of it doesn't, but it's, it's certainly fun, and, and you know, and, and, and like anything, right? I mean, if it makes you laugh, let's give it a try. Um, if it, you know, if it doesn't make you laugh, then maybe maybe it's not worth trying. But and, and more times than not, it seems that we we at least laugh at ourselves, and that's and that's pretty good. Aaron, I, I can't let this go. Uh, <laughs> so that night with Wojo, was it just <laughs> him, or was it like buy a ticket to the Admirals game, get a finger of the pooper? See, we should have done that. Now that you, you know, you need to be on the marketing team at the time because we could have had the, the great ushers at the Bradley Center, the great ticket takers, and we could have had somebody right in that atrium in front of that big. We could have put the stage up in front of that big glass atrium on the east side of the building, and on the Fourth Street side, we could have had just people line up, and we we would have set up a curtain, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, it would be great. And then on the way out, we can give them a lollipop or or whatever. It would be. Oh my uh, yeah, God. That would have been the way to go. That Let's would have been the most memorable day at the BC for a lot of people. What did you do today? Had a beer, had something in my, in the poop shoe, yeah. and I'm healthy, yeah. and I'm healthy. It's all good. Exactly, exactly. I, That's the most important thing, yeah. I got a light blue ribbon to wear on my way out. Yeah, it, it, it's all good. Oh, that, Just hey. talking out of high rock for the Man. day. That, hey, we, we, Aaron, we've been asking our listeners, you know, tweet us, text us, call in, share your favorite memories. We want people to still do that, but no way. No one's going to top that. That wins. That wins. <laughs> you win, yeah, Aaron. You win. Uh, he is Aaron Sims, uh, Manitoba Moose, tonight and Wednesday, right? That's correct. Yeah. Okay, and you can catch the game 7 o'clock each time it will air on our sister station, the Big 920. Aaron's going to play Fanner Not So Much because oh. he loves it. Yeah, get your music straight there. What are Herman. you doing again? It's like two days in a row. He's looking up Canadian. Well, I didn't know if you're doing uh, yeah for you because right. well you've got you've got Saga, you've got yeah. Rush certainly. Right. Oh, uh, oh Rush! Now. How did we forget you've about Rush? No, I had... Gordon Lightfoot. Gordon Lightfoot. You got <laughs> Gordon Lightfoot. Uh, Shania Twain. Banger. The list goes on. Yeah, it does. Wait, Shania Twain's Canadian. Anne he Murray. Anne Murray yeah. would be great. She got her picture with Alice Cooper in them. So yeah, Anne Murray would be great. And did was, uh, did any of them have a proctology exam at the BC though? Any of these Canadians? Yes. Uh, Gordon Lightfoot might have. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Just when you hear him sing, you know why. (laughs) All right, so the Canadian edition, because Aaron is in Manitoba, in Winnipeg, with the Admirals, a fan or not so much. Winnipeg is where, it was a few years ago, this is where I learned that minus 40 is the same in Fahrenheit and Celsius. Oh, that's that's the cutoff. That's the the match. That's that's where, and, and then it, it splits again. But that's where, yeah, that's where the roads cross. And and then and then the world blows up. 
if you get past if, that, it if just if it gets past that, I hope I yeah. hope nobody ever ever has to. I know they do up here, but I hope they never experience that often anyway. Because after minus forty, it's like screw it. Yeah, screw it. You're, you're done. <laughs> right. Yeah, minus, minus 30 is all right, but minus 40. Yeah, minus 40. I can't yeah. do right, it. Right, exactly, exactly, yeah. All right, so the Canadian edition of Fan or Not So Much. Arm's going to have to recue the music. There he goes. All good, no problem. Uh, class reunions. Oh, boy. I, it's got to be one or the other. I guess I'm more fan because I live far away from everybody, so it's nice to see them. So you, so you can bag off if you have I, I to, right? I feel like it's dead, though, with it Facebook. I got a lot to say about that. Oh, you just yeah. took yeah. 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 Um National Hot Pastrami Day, Aaron. Oh, I'm a big fan there, yeah. Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh. I guess I lean more toward fan on that. Okay. See Chris Pratt's marrying his daughter, That's Catherine? What, yeah. I did see that. Yeah. yeah. yeah the, That's kind of quick, man. The, the, the new Anna Ferris. She's about to be the uh, new Mrs. Jurassic World. Yeah, I guess um, so. how about How about pet clothes? You know, when people put clothes Not on so their much. pet. Yeah, good answer. <laughs> Not so much. And then finally, the 90s hit TV show ER. Oh, boy. There, too. Is that... Oh. You can... Now, am I talking 1990s me or am I talking 2019 me? We're talking 90s. Let's go back to the 90s with you, Aaron. Were you an ER? Then, then fan, yeah. Okay. Then fan. I was in college and everybody was watching it, yeah. Because of Clooney. Because Clooney was, that was his kind of springboard. It was, it very much so, yeah. It much much bigger than the Facts of Life. He, he was okay <laughs> on the Facts of Life, but he was much, much better in ER. Yeah, yeah. Facts of Life, that was just, that was. Well, in the Facts of Life, that was, that, you know, he was the, um, he was, that was the jump the shark thing when he came on. Because they brought in Mackenzie Aston and they had moved out of school and they were all living with Mrs. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Carrot and baking pies and peak skill. I mean, it made no sense whatsoever why they're all still together. They should have all gotten a life and moved on. You know too much. You know too much. But that's okay. <laughs> gotten a life and moved on. He, he is Aaron Sims. Ask Aaron anything. And we did. And we found out a lot. Aaron, thanks so much. We'll be dialed in when they drop the puck in Manitoba tonight. All right. Take off, hosers. <laughs> Thank you. The best I, memory of the BC. Best. Best by far. Easy, I mean, we, we challenge you, listeners of the double team. Come up with a better Bradley Center memory and story than Aaron Sims and the Admirals running proctology exams. What would be better, like game? running a VD test? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, what about grandma? This is no. What, what else would you call, like, it? call it? STDs, right? They don't call them VDs. I don't know STD test then. VD, like I, that's the whole point just, is finger up the pooper or I'm just saying, Q-tip man, down the it's, it's a, hole. I, I don't know, man. It, geez, I'm, it's one o'clock. I'm not trying to. I'm wincing. Both. Versions. Yeah, they're both I'm just bad. wincing. Yeah. And by the way, that's another yeah. thing we could put on the uh, millennials killed. High school reunions. Oh, I was gonna say they killed BD. Yeah, tests. You, you get no. You guys are right because my fortieth yeah. is coming up. 
40th. The thing is, we don't need to summer. catch up on anything because I already know right. everything you've been doing. Right. Yeah, so yeah. I'm going to go to my 40th this summer, and I'm going to come back, and you guys are going to say, "All right, so so how was the reunion? Yeah. What'd you learn? Yeah, I knew Nothing everything. New. At, least you right. some, at least you had some good ones before that. I was on the committee for my tenure, and I was so heartbroken when no one came. I'm telling you. You were on the committee? I was on the committee to organize it. Our, our, I thought our high school senior class was very tight. I'm like, it's going to be great to see everybody. We're going to have a great reunion. And they blew no you interest. Off. No one bought tickets. I was so mad. You yeah. should have so... done your hygienian promo read. They would have came yeah, then. Well, maybe they would have. <laughs> to play video games. <laughs> taking, was... your, taking your Bradley Center memories on the double team, 414-799-1973 is the number to call or text. And again, you can... Tweet us at Dario Melendez, at Bob Brainerd, at Armin Sarian, at the game MKE. We will share and swap when we return on the double team. is the double team. Dario Melendez, Bob Brainerd. These two guys also feel a tingling in their shorts, uh, but for a totally different reason. Two is always better than one. The two of you are making me and every one of your friends sick. Call the show at 414-799-1973. This is the double team. What the hell is wrong with you two? And happy lunch hour. Actually, that's that's gone now, because if it truly is an hour, you're three minutes over the limit. But enjoy us at your workstation, if you prefer. This is the Double Team with Bob, Dario, and Armin. On this Monday, we are sharing and swapping Bradley Center memories because the roof got exploded yesterday. So it all caved in, and now the the real rubble um, excavation can begin on the former home of the Bucks and the Admirals and the Marquette Golden Eagles. Um, Some people were sad. Some people were okay with it. Others are just kind of in between, and it, it brings back memories. And everybody has memories of concerts and events. And thank you, Armin. Basketball games and and what have you. So we're asking you to share 414-799-799. I have Novocaine, by the way. I have half my mouth. Dario has three wheels on his vehicle. So this was a challenge just to get here today, folks. And I'm just in my normal limits Norm- itself. Yeah, Armin's normal. So 414-799. Enunciate. Limited, I said. Limited. Oh, okay. That's not that big of a word. 1973, you can call or text, and you can use Twitter as well. Dan hit up the Twitter to say, I went to the Bucks lakers game in January, this is at the Bradley Center, in January of 1990 with a friend who didn't know who Domikowski, or what Domikowski looked like, former Packers quarterback. At halftime, we went to get a soda, and the way back to our seats, he runs into a guy, spilled his soda on him. In the third quarter, they show magic on the Jumbotron. You know, give him some love. And he says, hey, that's the guy I spilled my Coke on at halftime. He had no idea who Magic was. Afterwards, he went up, asked Magic if he would sign his cup, and he did. That's cool. It still has the cup to this day, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I like it. So if you have quirky stories like that or just memorable events, concerts, basketball games, there, there were certainly many of them over the years. And Pfizer Forum is the new home in downtown Milwaukee now that memories will be created and are already being created with some of the Bucks games, with some of the Golden Eagles games we've seen, and a, a plethora of concerts that have rolled in there once they 
they were open for business, boom, it was like, here we go. Let's let's get the party started. That's the thing. Like you always want to think back on the good times. I mean, Bradley Center, tons of good memories, but Pfizer Forum has been a freaking game changer. I mean, it is just so nice. It and it doesn't make you totally forget of the BC, but no, it's fantastic. It, it's, it's There's no really, doubt about it. It's really nice. I'm just so glad it's here. You know, and, and yeah. it's such a recruiting tool for Marquette. I mean, come to Marquette and play here. I mean, think about with, that. Yeah, I mean, with the Bradley all this, Center, this noise. And look, the Bradley Center for an NBA arena was extremely dated. If the Bradley Center was just for Marquette, I mean, that's top of the line. Yeah. That would have been one of the best college basketball arenas or, in the country. And I will say this about the Bradley Center, because they held, they were host for, uh, Armin, maybe you know, three or four NCAA at least, I would say. About three or four. Yeah. You know, first and second round, which eventually Pfizer Forum will get in, in a few years. They will be the host. But whenever I'm, I'm sitting there watching March Madness, and, and they, they go around to the different parts of the countries, and you'd see some of these mm-hmm. these arenas that were hardly full. Yeah and, yeah, and they're hardly full. Like, nobody was there. The Bradley Center, as decapitated as it was, there were always people in the seats. At the NCAA's first and second round, so we're not even that deep in the tournament. Yeah. But people showed up, and it, it wasn't just the fans of the teams that were playing. There are basketball fans from the Midwest who would come to the Bradley Center and park it and say, "I'm going to watch four basketball games today." Well, College I, basketball game. I always say, I mean, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It, it's really second to none when you talk about sports fans. It, it really is second to none because the the passion for sports in this state and this city. It is unbelievable. It was, yeah. Fantastic venue for, for all those yeah. events, especially, but, yeah. And, and I like Aaron's thought about putting in a plaque. I think, what, Miller Park has a county stadium plaque. They do. And Helfer Field. Yeah, you yeah. go to City Field in New York, you have where Shea Stadium's home plate was. I'd love to see a plaque, but I really, really want them to build a five-star hotel. If you build a five-star hotel, every major event will come to Milwaukee. And you can do both. I mean, you, oh, you, yeah, could, you, you could, can plop you it could down. Put it in the, uh, I think in New York at Scion Hospital, because that's where Highland Park was. So before right. the Yankees became the Yankees, they were the Hilltoppers. And they played on Hill Highland Park, Hilltop Park. It was on the west side of, of the island. They obviously tear that down to build Yankee Stadium. But there's still a plaque where home plate was right. at the hospital where Highland Park was. Yeah. And you could do that here. I mean, you could build this five-star hotel and keep like, you know, a little plaque to where Bradley Center was. Aaron mentioned uh, Jane and Lloyd Pettit, who that's our, that's the couple that gifted the Bradley Center. Remember this, folks. Gifted. They paid for it out of their pocket. And people okay? forget that. And I know Andrew's going to Drew's going to talk about and, it, but and and uh, and Aaron brought that up that maybe a, maybe a statue. So how about you have a five star yeah. hotel and in the lobby. Yeah, like a you have statue. that classy yeah. statue of Jane and Lloyd Petta, and you can have on the plaque that says, "Here stands, you know, the people who the Bradley Center, blah blah blah." I mean, or a plaque of their busts, like something. Yeah. I mean, something to honor them because obviously, if it wasn't for them, the Bucks might not be in Milwaukee no. anymore. Uh, I don't know where Marquette would be playing. I guess still on campus. I mean, the Admirals, well, they, were, they were at the, the arena. Yeah, yeah. At the arena. but but yeah, yeah, I mean, you still want to play at the arena? I mean, would the Admirals have been a, a thing if there was no we Bradley know. Center? We don't yeah. know. Because the, Admir- the Admirals were at the arena, too. And where so, do concerts come during the winter? Where would they right. be at? The Mecca? Or what was it called now? Yeah, UW yeah, Panther so Arena? So when I say arena, it, yeah, Mecca. Yeah. So, but yeah, it holds 11,000. How many major concerts I mean, are you going to get? That hold, there's a hold. big reason why Milwaukee is such a major U.S. city, and a lot of it is because of the Bradley Center. I just Again, I want to see a massive hotel built because that's one of the biggest 
criticisms of Milwaukee is that what Fister's our nicest hotel, which it's a gorgeous hotel. But you build a JW Marriott or some other five star hotel, every event's coming here. And DNCs, RNC, I mean, whatever uh, huge conventions, maybe an all star game, but you need that hotel. Yeah. Let's do both. Yeah, you do can do that. both easy. Give a nod to the Pettits, statue, plaque, bust, something in your lobby so it looks classy. And then we got all the bases covered. Uh, we got a caller here, Armin. Who, who we got? Here? Ron is calling from Whitewater. Ron from Whitewater, home of the Warhawks. Welcome to the double team. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, just following up on Lloyd Pettit, I think he's probably the saddest guy around right now. Of course, he died a number of years ago. I get it. But he really brought it to Milwaukee for hockey. That was, that was his love, really. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah it, it was that reason. And when you walk into the Bradley Center, and that's why we talked with Aaron Sims, the sight lines were perfect. They were better for hockey than basketball. It was a bad basketball it, it, arena. It was. Yeah. It, it was, was a, a bad arena. basketball arena. It was a hockey arena. arena. The sight lines were built for hockey. That's why the uh, upper deck had more uh, uh, more seating more seating than the lower yeah. bowl. Yeah. But, you, but you're absolutely right. And when, when you're Lloyd Pettit and hockey's your passion and Jane is your wife – and you're paying for this, you can make it however you want, correct? I agree. Well, the very first event uh, that I went to was, it was uh, promoted as uh, opening night, really, because it was the Edmonton Oilers against the Chicago Blackhawks. Right. Yeah, exhibition was, game, yeah. Yeah, it was an exhibition game. And we went to his to see uh, Gretzky play, but as he I didn't learned, play, right? he, he got traded the day before or something like that. The, the intention was for Gretzky to be a showcase for the first event, and he got traded yep. to the Kings that offseason. So. Well, and it was sold out, if I remember. I mean, we were we were four rows from the top. I mean, it was packed. Yeah. Well, the other highlight for me was uh, Wisconsin. I think we played Pittsburgh in uh, the the first, first round of the regionals or second round. Mm-hmm. And uh, Pittsburgh had a pretty good lead. They had some really good players, and we we pulled it out at the end, if I remember. I mean, it was it looked bad at uh, I don't know, maybe five ten minutes to go in the game. Yeah, that was that was it was an exciting game. Well, because the home court of the quote unquote home court advantage that Wisconsin had, but you know, just playing down the road. Um. Yeah. Certainly, it was it was raucous in the Bradley Center. It was with with the Badgers there. Sure, uh, wasn't Bruzewitz on that team? I think Bruzewitz was. I think he I was. Think I think so. he was. I think he was taking prisoners, knocking people around the floor at the time. I think you're right. Uh, <laughs> well, that was his style. That was his style of play for sure. That's right. Hey, thanks for sharing those memories. Appreciate it. You bet. Bye. Um, did they win that game? I can't remember now. I thought they had no. I, yeah, I think he alluded to they they were down. Like Pittsburgh had a good team, but they were down. And I think the Badgers did they? You, was this 04? This? Must have been. Yeah, they lost that. If it was 04, that that was when they lost. Okay, that was in Milwaukee. Okay. so I, I remember there was a close game, but yeah. they did. Unfortunately, they played Richmond in the first round, if I remember right. Yep. I remember the, the crowd. All, the crowd though was insane. It was similar great. to similar to another another memory that that I have and a lot of other people have is when the Bradley Center hosted the Frozen Four in hockey. And that was the year the Badgers had a pretty good hockey team, and they knew this. This was like the carrot dangling out in front, where it was like, okay, guys, put it together, and if we do put it together, 
we're going to be playing just down the road at the Bradley Center. And they did, and they beat Boston College. Yeah, that was 06, yeah. And, and the crowd, I mean, it was insane. Yeah. Badger red and white everywhere. And I think Aaron, when we talked to Aaron Sims, play-by-play for the Admirals, we, we, we wanted to talk about if Milwaukee could sustain an actual NHL team. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see it happen. I'd love to see at least the attempt at it happen. I understand that the first two years are probably going to be sellouts almost every game just because it's so new. But I think it could sustain here. I mean, I, I was playoff hockey, hockey in general in, in good hockey towns is great. Like I was covering the Rangers for a while and you had Badgers like McDonough on there and Stepan. So much fun to watch, especially playoff hockey. When playoff hockey comes around, it, it's second to none. I think you could do really well here. You just have to get the chance. Yeah, and you got to have a lot of money, as as we know, because that's what killed it the first time around. That the NHL jacked up the fee, and so Lloyd Pettit, and knowing Lloyd, Lloyd probably used a lot of expletives <laughs> to, to the NHL with with the fee, because that was it. I mean, if Lloyd wanted to, and Jane wanted to, they had the coin, they had the bank, they could have wrote that check, but they thought it was out of this world and told the NHL to stick it. So I don't, I don't blame them. But, yeah, fandom, building, we got that. Hockey fans, I think there's enough. Money, does somebody have that? That's going to be the that's biggie. That's the key, the money. That, that's the biggie. Uh, when we come back on the double team, Andrew Wagner will join us. Uh, he knows a lot about the Bradley Center, kind of grew up in the Bradley Center, lives close to the Bradley Center. It's kind of his hood, and he'll share with us some historical tidbits about the former home of all said people. Welcome back to the Double Team on the 50,000 wattage of FM power in Milwaukee on the AM dial in Madison and on the iHeart app wherever you may be taking us along with you on this Monday. Bob Dario and Armin with you. We're reminiscing about the Bradley Center. Uh, we can. <laughs> can I tell the people what just happened with Armin? Oh yes, Armin. Yes. Pull what? the curtain back. Please, what? Yeah. What a dodo. Well, come on. We if have if An- you were in my position. We have Andrew thing. Wagner coming up. <laughs> Armin has like two things he needs to do on this show. Two <laughs> things: call somebody and hang up on somebody. That's all Armin has to do. That's oh, there's a couple more things, but that's yeah, that's, that's all Armin much. has to do. So he's calling Andrew Wagner, and he's like, "I can't get a hold of him. I can't get a hold of him." Then Bob's phone's going off. And it's like, "Why is anybody calling me? I don't even know this number. I'm busy." Bob answers. Armin says hello. Armin called Bob. He's two feet away from me, and he's calling me. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. Okay, yes, I called Bob by accident. Hey, Bob, can you be a guest on Bob and Dario's show? Um, um, uh, wait a minute. I got the email from Bob. What a Bob dingleberry. Andrew, and I see the number, and I start calling him, but that's Bob's email signature. <laughs> Armin, what, what would you, you say you, you do here? You flunked today, Armin. I'm sorry. I got him you got to play the gen. I you was got him wrong. Now? Is this really him? Do or we is actually this have me? Andrew? Or did you call Bob's you? wife this time? Yeah, Bob, this, you're on. Am, you I be, am I going to be talking to myself? Because uh, that would be really bad. By the way, you know what's worse than having Novocaine and trying to do radio? Having the Novocaine wear off while you're doing radio. Ooh, that's fun. This is, this is brutal. Anyway, I'll muddy through. I always do. Andrew Wagner joining us now. And and we already shared Hello, the boys. hey 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 we already shared the story of like 
you know, how do how do we title you? And you put it best when you texted me back. You said, "I'm, I'm you. I'm the print version of Bob Brainerd." I think between you and I, we have worked, <laughs> we have done work for every media entity in the state of Wisconsin. Is that good or bad? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, leave, leave it at that. So, so, so you're on Twitter, which is if you want to check him out by Andrew Wagner. Um, and you, you, you kind of took that strolled on memory lane of the Bradley Center, where you have worked and covered many events. Heck, it was until you moved that was in your neighborhood. You were literally a block away from the BC. But, but I looked you, out my bedroom window for 15 years. Yeah. Every morning, the first thing I saw was the Bradley Center. Yeah. So, so you, you, I think Dario was up there once or twice. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, no. My first, my first rodeo here is a lot of me and Andrew at Buck Bradley's and the, uh, oh yeah, the German drinking hall. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so you've taken that stroll down memory lane and, and posted, you know, some interesting articles and some interesting facts and tidbits about the BC on your Twitter account. Yeah. Um, I mean. The Bradley Center is always, you know, I don't have the sentimental value of the Bradley Center like I do say for County Stadium. I mean, that's where I grew up and, you know, was a fan growing up. The Bradley Center to me was always like in office and it was a part of my neighborhood. Um, but when I was young, you know, I was acutely aware. I was a sports fan growing up in Milwaukee and no shock to anyone. So I knew who the Pettits were. Um, we were big Admirals fans growing up. We went to games all the time. We knew Lane and Jane and Lloyd. We're trying to get an NHL team here, and that was a big deal. Um, so, yeah, you know, people don't realize. We've heard all this talk about how the Bucks owners have put $250 million into this new building. Jane Lloyd gave $250 million to the community over the course of their time here. And I don't know how to calculate inflation. I was told there was be no, there be no math and journalism. <laughs> Whatever that dollar amount is in today's money has got to be astronomical. Um, and I think it was Dario who said it. I mean, there needs to be a statue to these two people somewhere in this entertainment district, arena district, whatever part of town the Bucks now control. I mean, there needs to be a statue to these two people because without them, there's a good chance the Bucks aren't even here today, you know, for Herb Cole to buy um, and, and sell to, to the New York folks. So you got to tip your cap to them. For all the knocks at the Bradley Center, people forget the Bucks were given that place as a gift. And for all the crowing about how it was a hockey arena, it was a free arena, and, and that's that's something that gets overlooked in this entire thing. And it's kind of it's kind of you know strange that there's been no mention of their role in this entire thing. Yeah, people tend to forget. Well, and I don't remember the Pettits ever being the I'm going to beat my chest that we nope. built this here. I mean, that's another thing you can almost talk to their legacy about, Andrew. I mean, they were very humble people. They were incredibly humble people. In fact, I live now, after living across the street from their biggest gift for 15 years, I live about a block away from their second most visible legacy in Milwaukee, and that's the Pettit National Life Center. You know, they, I don't remember what the dollar amount was there. I want to say it was like 20 or $25 billion. Um, But if memory serves, I don't even think they were there for the ground burn, for the ribbon cutting of it. You know, these were people that they loved their community greatly, and especially Lloyd who was not from Milwaukee, people forget. He was he was the Blackhawks announcer. And if memory serves, I believe he's in the um, He came to Milwaukee, married Jane, and, and became one of the biggest civic supporters we, we've ever known. And we haven't had one like that since. So, you know, it's just, it's, it's something that I think it, 
definitely is worth mentioning right now as we celebrate this new arena and we, we put these new owners on a pedestal and how great everything downtown is, you know, don't forget that Jane and Lloyd did a great thing for the city to keep it on the map. Talking with Andrew Wagner, you can find his byline on pretty much any piece of written article or written uh, <laughs> publications in the state. Uh, Andrew, obviously, you, you said that County Stadium was a little bit more sentimental to you, Bradley Center, a little more professional. Your fondest professional memory in the BC? That's tough, and I was trying to think of that while I was listening to you guys earlier. It's funny because I heard you asking people for the. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Our favorite memory overall. Uh, I was cleaning out some of my late mother's things this weekend, and I found some old ticket subs and a newspaper clipping. The first event I ever attended at the Bradley Center was Sesame Street Live. With my <laughs> little That's awesome. That's a great and show. My mother got interviewed in the paper. I'm like, oh my goodness. But my favorite professional memory, I was trying to think because I saw some amazing games in that building. Um, and one that really stands out is back when I was working for a, another local publication. The Bucks used to have that Squad Six, Andrew Bogut's crew. Mm-hmm. Um, then their first year of doing that, I joined that group for a night to do a story and video on it. And it was the day that uh, the Bucks lost to the Lakers on a Kobe Bryant buzzer beater, buzzer beating three pointer. He traveled and had a foot on the line. I remember that I don't game. Care what any Lakers fan says, Kobe traveled and had his foot on the line. It should not have counted, but whatever. But that building was rocking that day, and it was just amazing because you know you'd already started to hear the chirping about how this is a bad building, but it was just it was electric in there. I think of that game. I think of you, uh, Marquette, when they hosted Pitt, and that was the year that game day came to town. That, that was an amazing game too. Yeah, that was another story I did. I ended up spending 24 hours at ESPN from load in to load out, just what goes into behind the scenes of doing game day. And I remember that morning while the broadcast was going on, Tom Green of all people came and sat down next to me in an empty Bradley Center and just started talking to me about how often is to play in this building when it's completely full and the atmosphere and the energy. So I remember that game against Pitt. And then uh, there was the Wisconsin game against Oregon in the, in the NCAA tournament a couple years back where they rallied back with that huge second-half surge and the building was just, you know, you thought it was literally going to blow the roof off. So, I mean, those are the three games that stand out to me the most. I remember a lot of Admirals games as a kid. I mean, people forget the Admirals would draw 14,000 or 14,000 people in the early days of that building when they were just an independent minor league team. And Eric can correct me on it, but I think they had a goalie named Mikhail Stalinkov in probably 92 or 93, and they were probably one of the best teams in hockey that year. I mean, they had better players than some of the NHL teams. So just a lot of good memories in that building. It just, you know, it doesn't have that sentimental historical value of County Stadium. I always tell people it's a lot like the new Comiskey in Chicago. It was the last stadium built before we realized that stadiums could be beautiful facilities. So it was very utilitarian, very simplistic, very Milwaukee. Yeah, good way to put it. Uh, Andrew, uh, you, you tweeted something that, that I forgot about. And I, I this is fascinating. That the Pettits originally, they wanted to put the Bradley Center out where Miller Park is now. But th- there was a yeah. snafu that, that got it moved downtown. 
Yeah, and I've I've heard a couple of different stories on this. I've never been able to get anyone on the record. Um, I've heard people say that Bud uh, had no interest in having it out there uh, because he eventually wanted to put a stadium out there. But I know that then Mayor Henry Meyer was adamantly against uh, the new arena not being downtown, and he did everything in his power because remember Mayor Meyer was you know King Henry in Milwaukee back in those days to get that building built where it was. And I just remember that first thing I thought of as a kid was, well, that's the McDonald's we go to during holiday folk tour. What the hell are we going to do now? So, but yeah, that was, that was quite the kerfuffle. And at one point I looked through the journal Sentinel's archives to find the stories on it. Kerfuffle. no longer there, but yeah. Yeah, that was a good word. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. That, that's why we gave that you the bell. Supposed to be built, that was supposed to be built basically where Miller Park is today. So if you could imagine if that would have gone in there, you know, at the time, People were talking about turning that entire valley. This is right as the Milwaukee Road went bankrupt and disappeared. The valley was just empty industrial wasteland. They were trying to figure out what to do with it. So the thought of having Summerfest anchoring on the east end and the sports complex anchoring on the west end to kind of spark some development there. And Obviously, that never happened. The Bradley Center went downtown and became the backdrop to all my woodworking pictures for several years. <laughs> nice. Uh, Andrew, I asked this to Aaron Sims because now the Bradley Center is pretty much history now. The roof's been imploded. It was very cool video of it. Uh, everybody here is reminiscing on Monday and Sunday. We ran a lot of stuff on Fox Sports Wisconsin yesterday about it. What would you, though, want to see go in its place? You know, that was always weird for me because when I lived there and I was pretty involved in that neighborhood association, those were the one things that we could never get a clear plan on. You know, one thing that I would like to see more than anything, and I know it's never going to happen, is some sort of, like, open space, some sort of green space for the community, um, you know, a little park of some sort. I, I, I heard you say that you think there's going to – you'd like to see a high-end hotel there. I don't think that's – I think it's going to end up being upscale condos, upscale apartments, and upscale retail because, I mean, you just look at the way that everything downtown is going and who's going to be in charge of the development here. This is big-money stuff, and they're going after big-money people. Um, and that's just kind of the way downtown is going. You know, there, there's going to be a lot of things in that space. Um, you know, there, there's going to be retail. There's going to be residential. There'll probably be a hotel of some sort. Um, but it's going to be really interesting to see what happens with that parcel of land now in the next couple of years and how long it takes for it to get developed. He is Andrew Wagner. He does a lot of things. You write for Forbes, too? I'm looking on your yeah, Twitter. You, you write for Forbes? When I think of Forbes, yep. I think of Andrew Wagner, man. Yeah. I'll tell you. How, how yeah, much I'm am I worth, that. Andrew? Not uh, enough. 57 cents. <laughs> yeah, exactly, pretty much. <laughs> he got you on that. See, you can, you can hear me tonight on the Big 920 uh, during intermissions when the Admirals are at Manitoba. That's right. Yes. With, uh, Milwaukee's favorite hoser, Aaron Sims. Yes, yes. I was going to mention that, but you you summed it up uh, quite nicely. Um, they, they dropped the puck at 7 o'clock. Are you pre Are you? Is it? Intermission guy? Is that, is that what your yeah, latest I'm doing thing? the intermissions right now. Okay. I'm, still, I'm still not at Aaron Sims level, you know, so I'm not doing the pregame yet. Because, you know what? Remembering how to pronounce hockey names is really difficult. It's the worst thing mm-hmm. in the world. It, it was the thing I hated most when I was in Bristol, like doing hockey highlights when you're not fluent in hockey. Yeah. It, it, it's go hard. I'm going to and hang out with Jay and Dan for a weekend and see if they can, uh, you know, give me a – a quick two. The one thing I loved about hockey fans, they're the most polite fans in the world. Like on baseball, if you get a guy's name wrong, Twitter just starts lighting your, your butt up. <laughs> if you say someone's name wrong, hockey fans like, hey, listen to the show. Really enjoyed it. By the way, so-and-so's name is pronounced like this. 
have a great show. Oh, thank you so much. I feel so much better about my life decisions right yeah. now. Yeah, Andrew, don't try this at home. Leave it to the experts like Aaron Sims. Uh, That's be- right. Before we, let, before we let you go, you get to play fan or not so much. You ready? Yes. All yes. right. Class reunions. Not so much. I did a lot of stupid things in high school. Well, yeah, then you wouldn't. Uh, it is National Hot Pastrami Day. Not so much. Really? Yeah, I'm not a pastrami. I'm German, man. Pastrami that's is right. not our thing. That's right. It- Although it is the most sensual of the cured salted meat. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for the drop. Arnold Schwarzenegger, what do you think of Arnold? The pride of UW-Superior, I am a fan. Okay. Um, <laughs> clothes on pets. I'm sorry, what was that? Clothes, when, you know, pet clothes when people... Co- you, you have dogs, right? Or you have a dog? Yeah, I have a dog, yeah. Do you put I little clothes on them? I, I get, he wears a coat in the wintertime. He does have a Home Depot apron. And I know... Um, <laughs> My female associate likes to dress him up in team attire, which I am vehemently against. But yeah, my dog wears a coat, and he wears a he wears a smock out in the workshop, and he has a Home Depot apron. So I'm just going to have to go down the middle on this and be a politician and say I can see it both ways. Okay, fine. And then finally, uh, ER. Not not actually going to an actual ER, but the TV show ER. Not so much the show, very much a fan of the handsome Mr. Clooney and many of the uh, fine performers on that program. Yeah, Clooney, Noah Wiley, you know, all of them. Anthony Edwards. Okay. You like the people. Never big on the medical dramas. Yeah. Never big on the medical dramas. Yeah, you like the people. You just don't like all the jargon and the the, the (laughs) fake blood. They're all the same. He's going to die unless we do something crazy to save him. (gasps) It worked. It's too smart for me. I watched the letter. I don't like to think when I'm watching TV. Okay. Although, although I will say, when Dr. Romano had his arms sliced off by the helicopter <laughs> on the top of the roof, oh. that was awesome. That was awesome TV. Those were the good old days of television. Yeah, you got to admit. He is Andrew Wagner. Check him out on Twitter or check him out in the newspaper. Um, I mean, just, yeah, he's everywhere. Check him out on the Big 920 tonight. Handling intermission for the Admirals and the Moose. Thank you, Andrew. We'll sell you the whole thing. You'll only need the edge. Have a good one, buddy. Who is well. When we come back. Check them out on Forbes. Yeah, Forbes, <laughs> too. I forgot about Forbes. When we come back, that's news to me. It's next on the Devil Team. This is the game. 97.3. Welcome back to the Double Team with Bob Dario and Armin. Cue the music, which means it's time for today's athletic agenda. Brought to you by what? Somebody sponsor it. Brought to you by somebody locally sponsor it. Perkins, kindness served daily. There you go. Free one. There's a free. We give out the free plug. Now you can follow up. Because you know what? Perkins helps pay my salary at Fox Sports Wisconsin. And I like Perkins. Muffins. Mm. If someone puts free food in my face, I'm going to be happy about it. There you go. So on the athletic agenda this evening, two events. We already talked about one of them up in Canada. The Admirals are at Manitoba to face the Moose. They face them again on Wednesday. You can listen to the game on our sister station, the Big 920 with Aaron Sims on the call. And in college basketball, Wisconsin looking for a little bounce back after they 
They were not good at home. Second time at the Kohl Center that they uh, have not looked good. Lost to Minnesota, and now they lose to Purdue at home in overtime. They're at Maryland tonight in a 7.30 game. 6.30 coverage on 97.3 the game. Yeah. And and Armin, during the break, was, was checking the latest AP college basketball polls. Wisconsin out. They're out there receiving votes. They're which, out, yes. But out of the top 25 exactly. is what we're saying. In the AP, Wisconsin has 31 votes, which would make them, I guess, 29th if you'd count back. Okay. And uh, they're much farther down the coaches, so getting a lot less love in the coaches' poll. They only have three votes, which kind of surprised me. Meantime, Marquette, we mentioned this earlier, but you know, Bears repeating up to 15 now in the newest AP college poll that came out today. That's under Wojo's watch. That's the highest ranking he has ever had a Marquette Golden Eagles squad. And they play... Uh, they play Georgetown tomorrow. Georgetown tomorrow. Yes. Yep. So... There you go. That's your athletic agenda brought to you by Dario. Give him another one. Perkins. Kindness served daily. There you go. All right. From there to. I said from there to. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Yeah, it was there. Was it? Oh, come on, man. Dramatic pause. It was there. Yeah. That's news to me. Brought to you by. Menard, save big money at Menards yeah. on all your home improvement needs. And, and by my, I'm, I'm just rehearsing like every Bucks Live thing I have in my right, head right now. Right. And today I'll say, brought to you by. That's news to me. Brought to you by Brookfield Family Dentistry. <laughs> that where where I'm all numbed up after my crown fell brought, off. Brought to you by Quick Trip. We have the best dairy in town. That's right. That's right. We're giving out free. We're giving out free plugs here, left and right. I'm not giving anything free out. Sorry. That's true. Yeah. Fine. I like RC Cola. Uh, Dateline. <laughs> Done. You do. You See? have it over there. Done. Dateline, uh, the state of Washington. Rosalia, Washington, to be more specific. Mile marker 69 signs keep getting stolen in Washington. So to solve it, they replaced it with 68.9 miles. Because no one wants to take that. Long-running battle centered around the theft of certain certain mile markers. On local highways, uh, no slowing down. So the Washington Department of Transportation said over the years, thieves periodically, they steal the mile markers based on certain numbers. And 69 is a popular one. I think we all know why, right? Um, So the newest signs that have gone up, it says mile 68.9. And that seems to have swayed the thieves from going after them. This comes in cycles, says Beth Bowsley of the Washington State DOT. Sometimes the theft is worse than other times. Uh, in the past, they have also had issues with milepost 420. I would think in Colorado, those would all be missing. But Beth, Beth played coy when she was pressed on the issue. She, she said, you, sometimes it could be a popular football jersey number. Now, that ain't it, Beth. Nope. That ain't it, Beth. 420 and 69 are going for other reasons. But the Washington State DOT, they're trying to stay ahead of the game. They're now adding decimal numbers, and that's news to me. All right, guys. A Florida surgeon, Florida, Here we go. has agreed to pay a $3,000 fine. This doesn't seem like enough to me once we hear this story. After removing a woman's kidney that he thought was a tumor. It's not a tumor. That is uh, not a good day there. Not a good doctor. Uh, you're up. Uh, everything's fine. But uh, just so you know, uh, your tumor's out. Uh, what tumor? Uh, what? Well, your tumor's out. No, I don't have a tumor. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, they took her kidney out. 
West Palm Beach That's surgeon Ramon Vasquez cut Marine Portico open in 2016 so two surgeons could perform a back operation in the Wellington Regional Medical Center, according to the Florida Board of Medicine. But the patient had a healthy kidney that never set it into her abdomen. Prompting Vasquez to believe it was a cancerous tumor, he removed it without her consent. There you go. Uh, she settled also with uh, two other surgeons, 25000 Wow. I'm sorry, that can't happen. You just can't do that. Have you guys seen Have you guys seen where the doctor will literally take a Sharpie and write yeah, on the skin? Have it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they do that, and it's kind of like a joke to the patient, but it's like, no, this is so I don't screw up. Right. But I actually, I, I, now that I heard the story, it almost seems like he was trying to save her life because the kidney did something that it doesn't usually do. So he tried to remove it. No, I, I'm sure his intentions were noble. I don't think he was. Uh, the, uh, the, uh, the board said Dr. Vasquez is an excellent surgeon, has been providing exemplary, often life-saving services in our community for many years. He, he like, trained. Would you? Let, let's just say their judgment was that this was important, and they and they and they were trying to save the person's life. But Better you, safe than sorry. I, you don't I, need I, your kidney. Well, you don't need it, but you don't just start taking them out. Just what do you mean? You this, this is an operation. No, but again, I mean, he thought kidney. the kidney did something weird, right? No, he thought it, it was a tumor. Yeah, because it, was, it did something weird. It, it, it was oh, where right, it wasn't right. supposed to be. So he's trying to save her life. And well, she got I, paid I, for I, it. I understand what you're saying. We're not doctors, and we don't play them Still, on radio. he messed up. Yeah. That's medical malpractice. You're medical malpractice. I'm not saying. It's tough. I'm not a doctor. Boys, I'm sure it's tough. Boys. Okay, Dateline, Florida. Uh, no, obviously. No. So uh, he did Dateline, Florida. Oh, he did Florida. I, I, okay. So I travel a lot, so this one hit home to me. Uh, airline oversells flight. Forces family to sit on the floor and then offers them 30 euros as an apology. So this family was flying in Europe. They were assigned seats 41 D, E, and F. They got to their seat, they got to the row, and there is no 41. <laughs> that's, so they that's had an no issue. idea what to do. The flight crew then told them to sit in the jump seats, but when the flight crew had to sit in the jump seats, they then put them on the floor for three hours. Well, not now. And then to compensate them, they offered them 30 euros. So that's like what, thirty-five bucks, forty bucks? Like, yeah. sorry for your inconvenience. Here's forty-five dollars. How does that happen? Not and they good. got. They, it says they got to the flight three hours early. Blame the computers, right? I mean, everybody. Uh, the first thing, first off, when I'm on charter, the flight attendants don't talk to us. We don't. We we can do whatever we want, which is awesome. When I'm on commercial, they harp on you about like headrests down, uh, seatbelts on, chair up. Don't talk to anybody. All this safety crap. And then they put you on the floor because they oversell a seat. <laughs> That's news to me. Thanks, Airlines. I think it was TIU Airlines, something like that. There you go. When we come back, our show is done. My Keller show begins. We'll crossfade and discuss with the host of that program next. 97.3. The Game. Double team winding down. Bob Dario and Armin. Been sharing and swapping Bradley Center memories. And, and, and keep going, even when, when we call it a day here. Keep sharing on Twitter and text us and call because there's a lot of memories to share, including, I'm sure, from Mike Heller, who spends most of his time at the Cole Center in Camp Randall. But you've been to the BC. I'm sure you have a memory or two. 
Yeah, I'm trying to think if uh, when I saw the uh, John Cougar Mellencamp Farm Aid Tour, I'm pretty sure that was at the Bradley Center. I'm in college at the time. Pretty sure, although, I don't know. I mean, we had road trip down, so I'm not sure which arena I walked into. <laughs> and there was obviously beverages, right? Yeah. If you were in college, so. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, so, wa- you're waved through. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, I, obviously I have more um, direct uh, Cole Center memories, but I've been to the Bradley Center for, for a lot over the course of time. I had a buddy that played for the Hershey Bears in the AHL, so I was there for um, a bunch of hockey games over oh, nice. the course of time. and. Um, you know, it, it's kind of like going back, you know, if I go back to my, to Mitchell Avenue in Appleton where I grew up, my house is still there. I don't go in it, but when I'm driving in front of it, it will bring back memories. When the Bradley Center is gone, that will be, that's the issue. And that's why those, you know, so many people have mixed emotions to see that yesterday is that every time you see it and drive by it, it brings back a memory. But a year from now, when you're driving by and it's out businesses and restaurants and stuff, the memory of that, you have to, you know, dig into your, into your mindset in order to get it. Mike, don't, don't go back in your old house in Appleton because you'll get arrested because the people there will be upset. Uh, who's on your show today? Um, we're going to talk with uh, Jim Paskey about his Bradley Center memories. He'll join us at 355. Pete Doherty at 420. Talking about uh, the Green Bay Packers and Don Banks of Patriots.com on the Patriots getting to their eighth consecutive AFC championship. Oh, yeah. Good for New England. How do you guys feel about that? Just curious. Mike, I I want to give you the opportunity because Armin's been talking a lot of crap. What what crap have I talked? Because Marquette's top fifteen and the Badgers are out. I haven't talked crap. He's I been, wasn't hey, making Mike, fun of anybody. He's been. He's been I read the he's been news. calling you out, bro. I did not yeah. call him out. I want to give you yeah, a chance hey, to respond hey, to him on air. Listen, that, that happens. Listen, I'm I'm happy for Armin's um, joy. Thank you, you know, Mike. I, when Armin's when Armin's happy, it makes me just a little happier. What a benevolent so, guy you are. That, that wasn't where I thought this was going, Mike. No, but I do. I do have a feeling that Wisconsin is a, a more tournament driven. I, I think there may be more success if they can get there. Yeah. <laughs> or Wisconsin in the tournament than Marquette. Marquette is a man. Watching Marcus Howard play is fantastic. It is. It uh, is. There can also be, you know, in the NCAA tournament, one one bad night. If he carries you, you guys, Marquette could go a long way. But right. It, one bad night and it's done. And he's different That's than what a guy like with a great shooter. He depends on shooting, not like Hap was more around the basket, so less chance he'll have a cold night. I get it. You're right. Lots. Yeah, but Marquette's better. They belong there. Lots right of basketball left to be played, as we all know, gentlemen. Mike, have a great show. Thank you. Thank you, boys. That's it for the double team on this Monday. Thank you for sharing all your Bradley Center memories. Armin, say goodbye. I'm going to say thank you, Jane. Head it. Oh. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.